You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about which Bulls players have the biggest potential to break out and what their breakout season could look like. We're also going to do a player profile on Nikola Vucevic heading into the 2023 season. And then lastly, we're going to talk about which other teams NBA play, play has um, preseason play has surprised us so, so far. We're going to get into all that and more on today's Locked On Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central, which the Bears had a disappointing, ugly <sighs> last night. But we're not going to get into that type of PTSD. We're going to stay focused on the Bulls here. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Pat. Bulls had a pretty good preseason. There's a lot of potential answers to this question, but I want you to explain why you're picking the player you're going to pick. Um, which players do you think has the biggest potential for a breakout season in 2022-23? Uh, I think that's Ayo Desumo. Um, mm, it's a nice one. The, the reason for me is that seems like he's gained a lot of confidence, seems like he's gained a lot of belief in his game, and, and he believes in a lot of the work that he put in this offseason, right? And when you see that confidence exude itself on the court it's not him just being in awe that he's on the court with I or with uh, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine anymore it's not just him um trying to go through the motions and allow them to get shots right it's him passing the ball to Zach or giving the ball to DeMar dropping the ball down to Vooch but then putting himself in another position where he can be the guy that okay hey Vooch you down low they double team you boom kick it out to me in the corner three pull up right like Doing those things like that, right? Like, I always did the small things that don't show up on the stat sheet. But honestly, like, just putting yourself in a position on a consistent basis to make plays, to win game, like, or, or to make plays that, that are going to help the team while not having a ball in your hand, to me, that's going to help his game tremendously. I think you could be talking about Io as a 15-point-per-game guy by the end of this season, and it doesn't mean he's going to be taking 10, 11 shots a game. I think it's just going to be he's going to put himself in the right position to make plays, and he's going to be have the ability to make those plays, right? Like, if he knocks down one three-pointer, gets to the free-throw line a couple of times, and makes a couple of layups, that's 15 points a game. That's all good points there, brother. I think looking at it for me uh, when it comes to Io DeSumo is that, he, like you said, he just seems like he's more confident out there. But much like Patrick Williams when we talk about, Io DeSumo passed up a lot of shots last season. He took some, a lot more, yeah. he, but he but he passed up a lot of shots last season. So if you look at him taking it, taking those shots more confidently and knowing that he belongs. Now, we already saw times last season, like how many times did he save DeMar from a technical foul when he like pulled him to the side? So Io has that leadership that type hilarious. potential. I forgot bro. about that. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happened like three times, bro. Uh, but um, yeah, come on, DeMar. You don't need yeah, come on, man. Come on. We need you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need you. Um, so we know that that Io DeSumo has that in him. And once he starts really 
realizing, hey, I belong here a little bit more, uh, that 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 confidence is going to pay off. Now, I do want to ask you this again, just for the nature of conversation. Sure. Does it concern you at all that his numbers as a starter were the exact same as, basically as his numbers as a starter last season for the Chicago Bulls, that it doesn't necessarily seem like any type of statistical growth there? Does that concern you at all? Your mic. Something happened. You might cut for a second. Check, check, check. There you go. Sound better now. Restream. What you on, bro? Bro, this restream. (sighs) Um, it's it's uh, I I, what was I saying? Ask your question again. (laughs) I was asking about. uh, Does it concern you at all that IO's statistical numbers have basically been the same as what they were as the start of last year? Doesn't seem to be any statistical growth there. Uh, no, because, right, like, I'm not going to blame Io for um, going through the motions in preseason the same way that everybody else is going through the motions in preseason. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I said, I just wanted to ask the question the for part, the nature. The part that, that would have concerned me more would have been, like, Io's taking a massive regression. It's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, I'm not I'm not tripping one way or the other on Io on that. You know one thing that, that always is funny about basketball fans is that when you say anything good about preseason, they're, they're literally – literally oh it's just preseason when you say when it's anything bad oh my god what do no. you mean it's like no. it's just it's still just preseason it's still just preseason, it's still just preseason same thing. <laughs> but nonetheless yeah i that's a great pick there i'm gonna pick actually a different player bro and i'm not gonna pick javante, javante green. green no i'm not oh, gonna pick javante green. not gonna pick javante <laughs> green uh surprisingly enough i'm not not gonna do that i'm actually going to pick in this one I think that Alex Caruso has a – I think Alex is going to have statistically his best season of his career this season. I mean, scoring with numbers, he's going to hit the highest scoring numbers of his career. I think he's going to have the highest number of rebounds and steals in his career. And the reason why I've said that is because it's been so – like, Alex Caruso was so sneaky in preseason, bro, that, like, yeah. his numbers were great. And I and I honestly had to go back and look because in some games it just seemed like he was just, he was out there giving effort, right? It wasn't like he was out there lazy. But his shooting number, his shooting improved. The defense, we already know, is amazing. He's healthy now. Uh, yeah. But I think that I think that Alex, as much as we're talking about Javante, as much as we're talking about uh, players like Andre Drummond, I think when, it's, when the lights are on, and especially down the stretch of the season – I think Alice Caruso is going to have a majorly big season for the Chicago Bulls coming up this season, bro. Caruso has the opportunity to, and it's the main reason why I like the fact that you saw him this offseason prepping his body, like he said, mm-hmm. to play a ton more minutes, right? Because the minutes that he played with the Chicago Bulls was not what he was used to playing in the season. So yeah. I do like the fact that he's he's putting himself in a position. Again, put, just put yourself in a position to be successful. He's getting himself ready for a season that he understands he might have to play more minutes than not. So now you're talking about Alice Caruso possibly playing what? 28 to 32 minutes a night as your six man as your main guy off of the bench right that's that's going to help him increase just with the way he cuts especially if you put him on the floor with Vucevic but more so even with Drummond right like Drummond an excellent passing big man how many times are we going to see the pass of the big man off of the screen get the ball right back easy lay or easy dunk by the way Caruso be having some saucy finishes too bro that's what I'm saying. Everything Caruso does is almost underrated because it's like, hey, bro, he he may be one of the most athletic players on the team, bro, because it's not just how high he can jump. It's the quickness, bro. Like off, of, yeah. off one step, Caruso can get, can leap, bro. And I think with the improved, 
Yeah, and I think the improved passing overall on this team and him playing with with Gorn out there and Drummond out there with him, like you said, his cutting, like, bro, I I really do think, and I know this isn't a pick that most fans would have expected with the way the preseason went, the highest number of points per game that Alex Caruso ever averaged was 9.2 in the second season in L.A., I think Alice Caruso can get to 12, 12 to 14 points off the bench with this, the way this offense has looked this season, this preseason. I, I, I could see that. I could see that because I think that there's also going to be more of an effort for him um, to run the offense. And he does a lot of the same things I talked about with Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he's a guy that puts himself, I'm going to give you the ball. Boom. I'm running off of this. Now you give it back to me. Easy lay. Or I'm going to give you the ball. Now I'm going to set this screen off ball and I'm gonna set myself up in the corner for a three-point shot he's just that he puts himself in positions to make plays and then the ball's just got to go in right like that's yeah. when when you do a lot of the the uh the things that just get you in the right position or the things that continually uh um the small things to get other guys open it inversely can get you open at that point right it's just knocking down shots that you've been practicing your whole life yeah. Or knocking down shots you've been practicing the entire time in the league. Not to say that that's the easy part of the game, but it's just one of those things to me where you've already done the hard work to put yourself in that position. Now it's just a matter of capitalizing on that work. And I think that I think that Caruso and uh, I are very similar in that manner. Joshua C in the chat asked, do we think that Caruso can make the all defensive team? Do you think that Caruso can make an all defensive team? He not made one yet? No. I think Caruso can make an all defensive team. Yeah, the, hard, the, the hard part with that is, no, I think he can because the Bulls are going to play him a lot of minutes. The hardest he, part with that is playing minutes. He, 28 minutes per game last yeah, season. And I think gonna he's, he's going to get that, if not more, still yeah. again this season. Keep in mind, most of this season was him, Caruso, and Lonzo Ball. We know we're probably not going to have Lonzo until about January. He's going to have a chance to get a lot of minutes for the Chicago Bulls. Now, what, before we move out of this segment, any breakout potential, what, what, what percentage are you giving it that there's a chance that Kobe White ends up being the breakout player this season? I mean, I, I give it what's breakout though. For him, I, I would mean, say like breakout would have to be like consistency. A game. No, no, no. I see again. That's why. That's why breakout breakout isn't always based off statistics. I think Kobe White having the exact same numbers he had last season to a degree, but being more consistent with the meaning. Every game, basically, you see Kobe White getting 12 to 13 points. And on top of that, his improved defense, his improved passing, those are the type of things. I don't think Kobe, scoring-wise, needs to have that type of a big season right now just because um, we know that Kobe can score. So I'm not necessarily looking at that as a breakout for him. But like the, adding the other aspects to his game, that absolutely could be a breakout. Um, I don't know if I view it that way. I get you. I think I think I to me it's like you're supposed to score every night. So consistency for me ain't a breakout. Consistency is me like is you like finally doing your job. <laughs> I mean, but that is that. That's him be like that's he hasn't been consistent his whole career. Yeah. So finding true. that consistency is is a that's a big step for a player it, that a, has been so high to coach. I, I I see what you're saying. I, I don't know. I it's definitely a step, but it's just like that's a step that that we shouldn't have had to have you take. <laughs> bro, bro, you should you should be able to score this basketball every night. We brought you here to score. Um, mm. 
if, if we're talking about just in those terms, yeah. Because I think the Bulls are going to to um, utilize Kobe White in a more specific role with help. Yeah. And I think that I think that not having to jump around will help Kobe White a lot. That too, and the more read and react, having a yeah, full tra- yeah, yeah. Uh, off off season stuff like that. But uh, next up, we're gonna do our uh, 2022-23 predictions for Nikola Vucevic. But first, gotta talk to you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your football betting info this season. Find all the latest de- player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check Check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Pat. So we are leading up to the season. We're going to be doing our uh, predictions, and so we did uh, Zach Levine and Demar Derozan so far. Next up, Nikola Vucevic. What are you expecting from the big man in 2022-23, brother? Oh, Vucci, the man who literally was hated for a week and then he would play well and then he was loved for a week and then he would have a bad game and then he was hated for a week and he would play well. Uh, I expect less of that this season because I think Vooch one will have help down low. And uh, I think Vooch with help is back to being a very similar player. Also, I don't expect Vooch to be taking five to six three pointers per night. Um, and I think that's going to help his game. Um, I see Vooch as a guy. I don't know if he'll get back to 20 plus per game just because he is that third option. Um, and you're going to see so many mm-hmm. shots from Zach Levine, from DeMar DeRozan. But I see Vooch as a guy that's going to be probably around an 18, 19 point per game guy um, on, in, in the season. I think he's going to have one of the best percentages underneath the bucket. Uh, um, I think he's going to be an excellent offensive rebounder for this team. And I think just based on his movement, right, like there's going to be a connection between him and Io this season. That's going to be the reason why when Lonzo Ball comes back, we're going to have that conversation. Uh, I keep telling you all this conversation. You keep dri- bro, bro, bro. It's, it's coming. not coming, coming, bro. It's, it's coming. not. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's hey, coming. bro. You, you the, some of this the takes you decide to stick to sometimes, bro. I listen. I love it because you you're convicted, but you be tripping sometimes, brother. You be hey, tripping bro. sometimes. Hey, I'm telling y'all, it it it's definitely gonna be there because I I think that there's going to be a chemistry built up between Io and Vooch in the pick and roll that is going to be a thing of beauty this season, um, and I think it's gonna be a, a huge asset for the Chicago Bulls. See, but the, the, my thing is, is Nick Nick and Io in the pick and roll. We haven't seen it yet, so again, this is just speculation. But is that going to be as dangerous as with Vooch working down low and being able to pass out to to Alonzo Ball to drain the three at the rate Alonzo? Oh, Ball oh he's gonna be he's gonna be doing that with Io too. Io gonna be knocking him down. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, we'll see, bro. Listen, you, I told you gonna be my breakout. You also, you also said Javante wasn't gonna get a lot of minutes on this. Team. I so we'll he see. Was my breakout we'll play. Well, I thought Marco was gonna get some minutes, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know we hated Marco Simonovich, bro. I didn't know. Like nobody told me. I'm basing this off of the fact that there was a 6'10 dude, 225, that I thought was going to be getting some minutes. Oh, man, that is hilarious, man. Marco Simonovich, bro. Like, nobody oh, told man. me that. So I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that aspect of it. <laughs> oh, man, you know I got to give you some crap on that, bro. I just... <laughs> 
Hey, bro, it came out. You 30 minutes. Marco, shut up. Sit down there. <laughs> shut up, Marco. Sick of this. He's still missing, bro. Free Marco. Free that man Marco, bro. Oh, man, nonetheless. Man, it's wild, too. Like, it's not even free Marco. Marco got on the court for, like, multiple minutes and did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he scored two points in four minutes. That's not a bad. His his, his plus 36 got to be, like, 32 and 12. <laughs> plus minus phenomenal. I mean, he's got a dominant plus. Oh, minus. man. All right, I'm sorry. I, we got off sidetrack there. As far as Vooch, <laughs> as far as Vooch for me, um, Listen, the, his, the style of play in the, in the preseason, if that holds, right, if it doesn't go yeah. back and devolve into, hey, man, we know you were just cooking, but we're not going to go to you in the second half. Like, as long as they go to Vooch, and it seems like there's more of an effort, a focused effort to continue to do that. Um, as long as that holds true, I don't know. Like I said, getting to 20 points being the third option may be a little hard, yeah. but I'm definitely seeing an 18 and a half, 19 point per game season from Vooch at, in this easily. If he if he continues this and with health, keep in mind, he was our most healthy bull last season outside of DeMar DeRozan as well. Um, so like the focus of, of Vooch's game and the effort and it, it, you can say it's a contract year. I don't care what what causes it. The fact that it is, is he's locked in on both offense and defense in a way that we we did not see in a season and a half in Chicago so far. So coming into this next season in Chicago, like him being more settled in his role, I've always said over on, on Chicago Bull Central that. Vooch was the player that was always going to benefit most from continuity. When you look at what he sacrificed, uh, getting used to being the third option from being the first option for most of his career, all that, he sacrificed a lot. And so that continuity, knowing your role, the players knowing you better, talking to the coaching staff, that conversation with Billy Donovan over being asked, how do you want to be used? All that was always going to benefit, I think, Vooch more than any other player on this team. And so with that being said, I expect Vooch to have a big season for the Chicago Bulls. I think the efficiency is going to go way up. I think the usage rate may stay the same, but the way that he's used is going to be um, going, going to just be more efficient there. Vooch is poised to have a big season. Do we think Vooch can get back to being an all-star this season is the question. I think so, right? Because... Um, as far as now, nah, well, it's positionless. I was going to say as far as centers go, I mean, you got Embiid, of course, mm-hmm. but you also got Mobley. You've also got Jared Allen. You got, it's going to be tough. Um, I think I mean, he'll I think he'll he, play well enough to be in the conversation. The thing that, that I think that he has a chance is that most of those players that you named, except Mobley, were in the East anyway when he was on a terrible team and he got he was able to be an all-star. Now being on a better team, a team that's, that's going to be nationally – it, true, but Luke's as we've seen, like twenty five points a game, it's tough as, to argue with. As that we've over seen, Allen. but as we've seen with like, like a Chris Mid Middleton, Mid. I think that you can still get there, but I don't think he's going to be a starter. Do I think starter? No, I think he. I think he has a chance to be an uh, All Star reserve this season if that if that level of play sticks to what we've seen and come to expect from Vooch by his preseason play. I can see it. I could see it. I I think the the um, biggest thing that he's gonna have to do is simply just help this team win. Like mm. a Chicago Bulls team that wins. Like Demar Derozan was an MVP candidate last year. Now, granted, right, his play met that. Yeah, but it's absolutely because Chicago. He was doing it on Chicago. 
right? Like yeah, he had, sure, if he sure. if he put those if he's if he's putting those numbers up on a losing team in, Sac- in San Antonio, it's nobody cares. Happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it, it's it's one of those things where you're winning, you're in Chicago, and it's the forefront of everything. Now all of a sudden the Bulls are on back to back TNT games, or, or 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 you got TNT ESPN, right? Like now all of a sudden like people are looking at you. There's going to be more eyes on the Chicago Bulls this year with more national games, and uh, the Bulls know that, so I think they're going to perform a little bit better on these national games. Right, yeah, I mean, and that's one of the keys to this is the Bulls want all-stars outside of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. They're going to have to show up on nationally televised games. That's just period what it has to be. Like, we okay. need to have a better effort. If we don't show up on nationally televised games against the better teams in the league this season, bro, it's going to be ugly and a riot real quick, real quick. Real and quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, let's get into the last topic for today, brother. Oh. And so... You know, we've talked a lot leading up to the season as far as how they're improving in the East, improving in a lot of teams in the NBA. There have been there are going to be some teams that absolutely go into tank mode after a month and a half into the season trying to get Wimbiana. But I want to ask you this: Which teams preseason play outside of the Chicago Bulls has surprised you the, the most or worried you as far as the Bulls' possible standing in in the Eastern Conference? Which team's preseason play has worried me? Um, or surprised you? I, I think, you, I think it's, I think it's it. the, to me, right, it's what we saw from the actual, th- I don't know if it surprised me, but it, it's the one that probably stood out to me the most, is the, the play that we saw from Kyrie, KD, and Ben yeah. Simmons together. Yeah. Because um, that that's a situation where, uh, I don't know if y'all watched that game, but Ben Simmons played, 28 minutes i believe um took five shots was three for five he had seven rebounds he had 10 assists kevin durant added in 19 points in about the same amount of time but he also had eight assists so kevin durant didn't stop passing and kyrie irving being the off-ball guard that he is 23 points able to score Right. So like that's a dynamic to me that I think scares me the most because you have a couple of effortless scores next to a guy that's a really good facilitator. Now, the part that doesn't scare me about that Brooklyn team in the slightest is that team is going to be terrible defensively. Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton are going to look like Jimmy Butler (laughs) trying to stop players. On that team. <laughs> this is my this is the thing. Like, yes, the play of the Brooklyn Nets has been like with those three out there has been better. I think the rebounding in that starting lineup too is bananas, bro. They have yeah. the chance to be probably one of yeah. the best rebounding starting fives. Twenty three and seven as well. Like, the like the rebounding and the passing in that starting lineup is going to make it dangerous. Yeah. The thing that doesn't worry me as much when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets, though, is that that second unit though. That, that second unit isn't... Have we seen T.J. Warren yet? We have not. We uh, Seth, Seth Curry yet. hasn't played a lot Seth either. Um, they still got Joe Harris down there. So it has the potential. But I'm just worried, like, is it going to hold up? And if it does... oh, And the thing is, is that you're probably always going to have one of Kyrie, Ben Simmons, or KD on the court as well. Yeah, um, so, so it's... Listen, the Brooklyn Nets team, I've always said, like, we got to I got to wait and see it. Right. That's always my thing with every team, with our team. You got to wait and see it. What I've seen from them so far, they got some potential. But I'll tell you what, one team that I almost completely turned my opinion on. We talked about the midges in the backcourt of the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
But it seems like they got they figured it out already. It seemed like they figured it out. I don't know if you saw their most recent preseason game. We we oh, in that game we saw Donovan Mitchell and Garland in over twenty points, and it looked like they, there was no fighting for the ball. It was no hey, who's going to get the ball? Like we both are high usage guards. You wouldn't even think you would have thought that they've been playing together most of their careers already. And, and you know it's funny that they played Atlanta. They played against the other backcourt, the other small backcourt. And why exactly? And why while the other Atlanta backcourt, well, the other backcourt in Atlanta, um, they did they put up solid numbers. They don't seem to be clicking it. I thought they would yeah. click faster than what I thought the Cleveland Cavaliers backcourt would click. Um, Cleveland's going to be a dangerous team, bro. And and, that, and in that game, that was still without Mobley, bro. So all I'll say is this. The numbers look good. Donovan Mitchell's going to continue to be who he is. Because what's the shooting percentage on Donovan's 24 points? Let's see. Let's see what that is. <laughs> he was 8 of 20. Got him and Garland. 8 of 21 and 8 of 26. They were both 4 for 10 from the three-point line. Like, I get it. It sounds good. It's fun. He's Colin Sexton. With a little bit better. You built the same team. You're, you're, you're Portland trailblazing this mug right now, my God. Right? Like, I like, and, and not to say that I already had Cleveland as a top five playoff team. I okay. already had Cleveland, but I just don't have them taking this astronomical jump because Donovan Mitchell's on their team now. Donovan Mitchell, who continues to shoot poor percentages, but he scored 30 on like 10 of 37. And this, listen, <laughs> players. I'm telling you, when it takes you 26 shots to get 24 points, that's not a that's that's a solid night as far as the number. But that's not an efficient <laughs> night by any means. So you think this? Now, with that being said, uh, Mobley did not play in that game. Yeah. Do you think their bigs and the rebounding of their bigs is that going to turn into easy points for the bigs though? I will say this, watching that game versus Atlanta, and it's two teams that really do mirror each other. Like, when mm -hmm. you look at them, you're like, wow, those guys are really small. Wow, those guys the, are really small. The Spider-Man meme. No, legit. Like, they're yeah. literally pointing at each other. Um, <laughs> I think the thing for the bigs that's going to be an advantage is the fact that you're not going to have a lot, a, a lot of time where there's a lot of, like, guard play around you, so you can kind of just go to work. Um... I don't think there's going to be a ton of cutting from from most of the guys that have have made this switch. And Garland Mitchell will be somebody that cuts right because he's a he's yeah. he's a little bit more of a high flyer. Um, but you're not going to see that from uh, Trey Young. You're not going to see that as much from Garland, right? So I think that that will help the bigs, especially guys like Mobley who just want to operate down there and go to work. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of oops. And I think there's going to be a lot of dunks. Um, so I think if you're a big man, right, you feel good about being on that team because you got three other big men next to you. But I don't know, man. Like, I I need to see Cleveland. Here's the thing. When Cleveland was playing against – they all, the preseason is very weird as well this year. When yeah. Cleveland was playing against Philly the second time in a row, um, it's weird, bro. Yeah. The the uh, guard play looked a lot more clunky, and those were taller guards that you were playing against. Do you think that Cleveland's going to be that team that has success in the regular season, but the moment that the defensive intensity kicks up in the playoffs, that they're going to find, hey, man, this ain't the regular season? I think I think Cleveland has to figure out – they have to go through that moment where Donovan Mitchell has to say, hey, this ain't your team, 
or I'm sorry, where Darius Garland has to let Donovan Mitchell know, hey, this ain't your team. Like, we're going to do this as a team. There's going to be nights where it's you. There's going to be nights where it's me. But I think when the if they can figure that out before the playoffs get there, then no. But if they don't figure that out before the playoffs get there, you're going to see Donovan Mitchell do a lot of the same things. He got 26 shots up in a preseason game that he played, what, 28 minutes in? How many minutes he playing that game? Let's go back and look. Like, there was a lot of time left for him to put more shots He played up. 31 minutes. So, you've, no, that's that's standard. Yeah, that's standard. No, Garland played, played, played 31. Mitchell played 34 minutes. He got okay, no, so 26, 26 shots up in 34 minutes for 24 <laughs> points. Hey, hey and that's a, that's a low night for him. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's going to get to a point where literally like, hey, D, listen, stop shooting the ball, bro. Like, no, because he's Donovan Mitchell. That's the that's the stigma. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. But that's the thing. That's why they may need to say it. It's because he's Donovan. Don, the thing that to me, just like Vooch had a, had a sacrifice. If Donovan Mitchell realizes that he that you tried it in Utah, you had one of the best defensive big men in the league with you. It didn't work. Part of the reason, not all of it, but part of it is you. If if Donovan Mitchell at some point in the season realizes, no, I I have to sacrifice. We got this young point guard in, in Garland. We got two young bigs, and I luckily have Okoro who's going to help cover me because I can't defend a wet paper bag. So with They're that being said, Okoro. Or maybe that's just a preseason thing. But they weren't even starting a curl. Well, he, he started in the game against the Hawks. Did he? Yeah, he started against okay, the game right. against. He played thirty three minutes. Um, if he real, if Donovan Mitchell realizes I have to sacrifice, I have to pick my spots better. Everything doesn't have to go through me. Let yeah. me facilitate for these young guys a little bit more. If Donovan, if that ever clicks for Donovan Mitchell, then I'm going to be worried. Yeah. Then I'm if he Donovan Mitchell literally <laughs> could change his efficiency by saying, hey. I don't have to be the focal point of the scoring, but guess what? I'm still a damn good scorer. Yeah. I'm finna score 20 points on uh, 22 points on 18 shots, which still isn't the best efficiency. Then the NBA needs to worry. The no, seriously, the NBA would have to worry at that point. Until that happens, they're gonna be a a, a team that puts up a lot of points. It's gonna look good for casuals, but when you yeah. break it down to the efficiency, you're gonna look at this is they score 120 points, but they take 96 shots to get. You're gonna, them. You're gonna realize why they lose games. Yeah. I think that I think that's what it's gonna feel like. For sure, for sure. So we'll see, man. Hey, listen, I hope he doesn't figure it out because if he does, hey man, yeah, we gotta see this dude a lot. You know what I mean? We gotta see yeah, this dude a lot. We gotta see him a lot. We gotta see him a lot. But all right, oh, man. Talk- you know, get Cleveland. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. You know, that's the worst city in the world to me. I hate the city. Hey, bro, of Musk, Musk I locked on NBA. I was talking about Cleveland. They was like, uh, Pat's literally just here to hate on Cleveland. It is what it is. And I'm like, for telling the truth? Like, <laughs> People don't want to hear it. People Donovan don't want to hear it. shot eight for 26. <laughs> <laughs> for 24 points. He, he does that often. <laughs> often. Wait, till you get the, wait till you get the 32 shot games for twenty for 22 points and it's like. I'm just going to be looking. Here? I'm going to just be looking and be like, I told y'all this coming into this season. Don't be like overly. And here's the thing. Cleveland's still going to be a really good team. Yeah, they're still going to be in the playoffs. They still like I, nothing changes for me. My whole thing is just you could have kept Colin Sexton for that. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think, too, is that Colin, when is Colin going to be healthy? When is he going to come back? So at least now they have a player that they know is going to be healthy to start the season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So gave up a lot of draft capital for a dude that's going to be Colin Sexton. 
<laughs> no, because guess what? Colin Sexton would have scored twenty four points on the on on twenty two shots. So he would he would have took a little bit less shots. He took a little bit less. A little yeah, a little bit, bit less. less. Maybe less. one less shot. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and see this home. Hey man, follow us both on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. If you want to tune in for my uh, shooting down Bears fans' bad takes today. Make sure that you're following. Is that is that what you're spending your day doing today, bro? You shooting down uh, bad takes? Yeah, because I got to uh, so I got to do another show right after this, and then I have to record my show, and that's going to be basically putting my opinion out there about how bad the Bears were, and then um, and why they were bad, and then people aren't gonna like that. So then I'm gonna just spend all day just shooting Bears fans down. Like, nope, nope, nope. You're wrong. Well, there you go. That's how I feel about <laughs> about Jello Ball fans and Kofi's Kofi, uh, not Kofi, Kofi Coburn stands. Oh, why are you that. going at Kofi, man? Bro, Kofi that, didn't deserve. That's not Kofi. It's his on, fans, bro. It's his fans. No, he doesn't deserve to be on the team. He is right where he belongs. <laughs> He is right where he belongs. You guys can out, follow Kobe. me. Yeah, you can follow me. Get a post at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Bulls your first listen. We're streaming live as hell. We better be your first. If you listen to somebody before us, hey, I got a bro. question: What's going on in your life? Hey, uh, but thank you for I making Lockdown Bulls. Thanks for letting me know we were doing that. <laughs> oh, I thought that was already written. My bad, bro. I just <laughs> love getting the YouTube notification. Hey, you live? Oh, okay. I better say the right things now. For for a second, listen, go check on the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of Locked On Podcast Network and Audacity uh, all com- combining into one Ultimate NBA Preview. Search the Ultimate NBA Preview 2022 on your Audacity app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. We out this mug. Peace, y'all. Peace.